everybody from every part of the world you are listening to my voice now. This is Promise Isaac, the Skin Master Builder, the Brand Disruptor, and you're welcome to my podcast. It's been a while, I've been so busy with a couple of activities to um, work on different projects. So I'm very happy and I'm very great today. Today being the new month, September 1st. 2020 and everything looks so great we bless god for sustaining us from january up to this moment this 2020 full of pandemic covid and you know challenges ups and down so today in my podcast um, i'll be sharing some uh, personal things and my dream um, for africa and beyond uh, personally i have a goal by 2025 I want to raise 1 million leaders, global citizen, um, um, business developer, skill master builder, brand instructor, political leaders, experts in different fields in Africa. And my goal is to work with everybody that I have connection with to achieve this um, goal. Um, some, some weeks ago, I was invited to speak on uh, a platform of Agbami Project, uh, which is centered on building billionaires' mind in Africa. And one of the things I spoke about is what I want to share with my listener, you today, and uh, is the SDG in Africa. So, um, sustainable development goals, um, the global goals in Africa, it's you know, I will make something good out of it because um, it was formulated in 2015 and it's a goal that we achieved by 2030 by the United Nations, uh, 17 global goals and uh, I'm very savvy with the 17th goal, which is partnership for the goal. I believe that my uh, leverage to work with people and I believe in human capacity development and let me say human capital development so I'm going to work with a lot of people to achieve this aim working with 10 working with 100 working with thousand working with hundreds of thousands just to achieve a 1 million goals um, today uh, I've created about five groups seven of different country in Africa so we other people build a community, we structure Africa. Um, very soon we'll be moving to a bigger platform, Telegram, where we have uh, teams of Africans, global citizens making impact. Um, it is called the Promise Isaac Tribe. We have um, about four groups in so Kenya, we have in um, 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 Ghana, Cameroon, Sierra Leone, South Africa and we are moving to other parts of africa nigeria so it is going global ideas and let me just talk about sdg in africa so um, we have the 17 sdg goals and um, despite the adoption um, we are still lacking the opportunities you know so and the only thing that i believe that we can do is to work on harness each each goals Applying it to life, um, I, I will start with the one which is that uh, poverty. So, why do we want to end poverty? How can we end poverty? 
The only way we can end poverty is when we give people opportunity to explore what they have. You know, human resource. When we are building on people's talent, people's um, strength, people's uh, idea, people's uh, opportunity, then we tend to eradicate poverty. We cannot eradicate poverty if we don't build on human capacity. That is what I call human capital development. Then we can make people's life much more better because we have built a global structure for them through capacity development. And how can we boost people's capacities when we reorientate them on the action or the steps, principle, the ideology of what they need to follow to build their community? Because one of the secrets that makes people to be poor is ignorant to the information that they needed at a particular time to translate from one state to another state. So if we focus on helping people to translate from one state to another state, then we can solve global problems starting from our community. It is like um, doing the female genital uh, mutilation. It is one community at a time. So solving the problem of poverty, it is starting with you, your community, your family, but it will be good when we have one million people doing one thing at a time. It's going to be geometric progression, not arimetric progression. The reason why the rate of poverty is very high in Africa is because every um, structure that we are building is on the arimetric progression in which one out of millions are those people that have the main ideology to explore, to make Africa a great country, a great continent, a great nation. So then the number two, I'll be talking on zero hunger. Zero hunger, how can we solve the problem of hunger in Africa? Is when we deep dive into the technology structure of agriculture. How can we deep dive to the technology structure of agriculture? We have people that are experts in this area, but they don't have the resource uh, to actually go forward and we have more people that are using the crude method to farm which uh, is not helping the productivity of our output so to say we are producing but there is no good storage and processing facility so we produce when we produce we don't have the problem of what to produce but we have the problem of how to store, how to keep, how to refine. And we can't solve the problem of hunger if we don't have good storage system. Uh, no one of the solutions that agriculture right development chain are trying to make in restructuring the agri sector is to provide a storage and processing facility in which we are not adopted in Africa. And if we adopt this process, it's going to help. There is agri-tech technology how we can refine how we can preserve how we can you know structure our agricultural tech uh, industry giving them the power they need we import different kind of things from um, beyond Africa outside Africa but we are blessed in this continent but we are not tapping into the opportunity here then we need to tap into it so when we tap into it 
then we can be boast of our own sustainability in which we can survive ourselves. Then let's look at good health and well-being. Good health. Good health, when a country is not properly structured, we can't be talking about good health. If you look at the sustainable development goal, how can we achieve good health? Well-being. Well-being, let me say about our well-being, our wellness and mental health. Health is what? If we, if we have a structure that we enhance what we have as an African, let me say um, the, 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 our forefathers before the introduction of medications from the white, from the westerners, we have the structures that we can use. We have medications that is working even better. But we just need to, you know, provide a means of changing the scope and the dynamics of how we get all these products to the market by refining, by packaging, by branding, by doing the necessary things that we need to do to make sure that our product in the world market is making a, an headway. Look at China. Look at the way they pra- the, the practice their, um, they package their product, you know, and people are adopting, people are buying their product. I have a couple of um, organizations that I know like Long Reach and all, Shiu, Keldi and all, um, they are from China, chastly, because they understand the, uh, the secret of packaging. And if you go to Africa, if you go to Cote d'Ivoire, go to Syria, alone, go to Kenya, Kenya is one of the strongest countries in Africa in which, you, you know, they produce athletes every time, the Olympics or medalists, because of the Omgatul Fatih Arctic. It means we have one of the strongest, let me say, economy in the world, but our world well unstructured um, um, system is making us to lag behind and we can actually be the forerunner if we really want to but we need to focus on on, on, on African development and uh, uh, quality education which is goal four the way we can achieve quality education is very simple let people go for what they know how to do then create the structure, educational structure behind it. Some people don't necessarily need to go to the four walls of the classroom. What they need to focus on is just the challenge they have then. You give them all the necessary things that they need to. In India, in Asia, some Asian countries, India, Japan, China, they don't necessarily go to the four walls, you know. They just apprentice and they are helping their technology. I was watching, um, um, Sky News and now uh, seeing Japan is producing um, flying cars, you know, and we can actually do this in Africa if we focus more on our edutech, on our education, you know, this is the, uh, the time for COVID-19 and everybody's at home, remote work, remote all, remote this, remote that, but we can tap into this opportunity when we really open our mind to the global structure by coming to our own um, community to build our community for every african community there's something that is very special about it so we need to tap into those special uh, uh, opportunity in our community to build africa you know then gender equality this should not be our problem you know at the time we have problem in xenophobia in, um, in, in South Africa. We are brothers. Why do we need, before gender equality, why do we need to hate ourselves? Then why do we preach more that this, um, in this age, 
Petrarca's, uh, let me say, uh, age, you know, the men giving the power to do stuff where women feel they are the less in the society. No. And somebody, I, I was having a chat with someone and I said, what is the mis- meaning of MRS, that misses? And she was saying, um, uh, 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 matured, responsible and uh, subordinate. I said, no, mature, responsible and supportive. Women are to support men, not to be submissive to men. You know, gender equality is preached in Africa, but we need to understand that it must be on a fair balance. It must be balanced. It must be balanced. We must preach the, the, um, that gender, like I'm a male, I'm a female. It's nothing. It's just the sex. What a man can do, a woman can actually do better. Then uh, I want to advise the female gender to work on their emotions when it comes to leadership. Because what I'm seeing in the next five years is that more female leaders we arise from africa you know we, we, we take the african space but we need to deal with that and um, getting emotion over you know men we have ego ladies they have pride so we need to balance we need to strike a balance for us to create a formidable structure to build africa we can not have gender equality if we don't strike a balance between each gender Men looking at women as a less in the society. Why women looking at men as superior in the society? So inferior superiority must not be what we need in the society to build Africa as a nation. You know, then um, let's talk about clean water and sanitation, all boils down to government structure. We don't need to be struggling with clean water, good sanitation when we have a proper structure of Africa, affordable and clean energy, affordable and clean energy like solar energy, um, um, solar energy that is clean, not um, crude energy, crude oil energy, we got from crude oil, the global warming, you know, we need to understand that. Affordable energy that is accessible to us, then clean energy, there is biogas, there is a lot of... Um, you know, in the next few years, if we continue the cycling of what we are doing in Africa, the amount of plastic that will be in the ocean will be more than the fishes in the ocean. And the more the plastic, the more uh, our fishes go into extinction. So we need to focus on clean energy and affordable energy, decent work and economic growth. You know, this is the time that I tested that a lot of companies don't have decent um, work environment, economic growth. You know, when you don't have a decent uh, work environment, it can't lead to economic growth. A lot of companies sack their workers, but we can actually create a formidable structure for Africa. You know, I was even discussing with a friend of mine that why can't we, you know, uh, make it a priority that every family should give birth to three children. You know, maybe a leader should pass a law. But other problem we have in Africa is that we don't actually have leaders. We have rulers. We have leaders that are ruling us. They are not leading us because they are not leading by example. They are leading by command. Most of the things they say on news generally, they don't actually practice. You know, I was watching, uh, 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 I think, Al Jazeera and I was... I've seen the news of the president of the country in Africa, the president and the vice president fighting on an international TV, you know, it's just disrupting the structure of what we want Africa to be. Then we are not creating decent work, then we are not creating good economic growth for us. 
in the global space, the industry innovation and infrastructure, building up our industry that can stand the test of time, innovative ideas, allowing people to share ideas, allowing people to work on their ideas, allowing people to come into the position of authority, then doing focus more on infrastructure. We have a good structure in Africa, but our infrastructure is messed up. Sometimes I look at people when they say they want to restructure Africa. You can restructure Africa, but we need to focus on maintaining the structure that we have built. Let me come back to Nigeria. We have a lot of shams. Look at today now. All those shams that was created 1980, 1970s, they are no more because there is no proper managerial structure that are working on the infrastructural development and constructive sustainability of what we are building. Then reduce inequality. How we can reduce inequality is to preach a fair message of equality, a fair message of freedom, a fair message of liberty, a fair message of peace, a fair message of love. War should be uh, not, what not war should not be our topic in Africa because we are a growing continent. Then sustainable cities and communities. That is personally my goal between now and 2025 to build sustainable communities, training people in particular zone that will lead their community to the global market with what they produce. Look at Thailand, look at Kuwait, look at Brunei, look at uh, different countries, New Zealand, look at Finland, look at Canada, look at this country. 20 years ago, we don't know them, but now we know them because they focus on sustainable cities and communities. Then responsible consumption and production. Uh, I will say responsible consumption and production will not come to fusion or reality if we don't build the structure of our, um, 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 let me say, when we don't build our decent work, when we don't build our economy, we can't have a responsible consumption because people are consuming, productivity is low, government is not helping business growth, so we don't have responsible production. Then when you don't have responsible production, there will be abnormality in the consumption of the little that is available. Then climate action, we need to watch, you know, deforestation a lot of time is affecting the structure. One day, the animals in the jungle, we come to the streets, come to the city. So we need to focus on strengthening Africa, life below water. We need to focus on them because they are sustaining a particular community itself. Water body is 70% of the world um, um, structure. So if we don't care for life below water, it's going to affect the world. Life on land, you know, we have to be conservative with our structure in Africa. You know, our leaders should not feel like a ruler. They should create a means to conserve the little energy that we have. Then peace and justice, strong institution. How do we need strong institution? You know, we have a lot of laws that need to be redefined. We need to revisit the law. Because the law of 10 years, 20 years, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, is not valid today. Nigeria will be 60 years this year, but we are still using the same methodology. Uh, the, the president, the current president of this country, 
is the president 35 years ago what is the future we are building we are not actually building future because we are not building peace and justice at that age you are ruling a country and the country is backward that I, I, I see that as a backwardness so we need youth we need young people young minds to take up responsibility to build Africa then partnership to achieve the goal which is one of the areas that I love so much I'll be seeing you in the next episode where I'm doing some justice to other areas that I have in mind to share with you thank you my name is Prince Isaac and I'll be right back So I'm back there. So restructuring Africa must be, oh, must be our collective goal as a citizen of our country. Um, looking at the issue that we experience in the side of the world, you know, in the side of the world, relationship with the resources, accessibility, you know, do we have access to resources? Um, do you have data and analysis, statistics? Is it strong? Do we have a database? Do we even have a structure to create a database? Inequality, is it equal? Then our mental health and mental development, is it what the world needs from us at this stage? Then the poverty rate, how can we skyrocket? You know, moving from that level to another level, and um, urban development, how do we treat our women then? You know, and the target of the sustainable development goal uh, is a 169 target with 191 states. You know, I, I'll call it state country. According to them, it's a state, but to me, it's a country. 191 country then the urgency of SDG goals is to help the world to pre, to provide quick solution to environmental political economic challenge facing the world um, let's think of it environmental problem look at the structure look at the environment look at the society political structure yeah really need to structuralize our political system where we have people that are saboteurs of the political uh, uh let me say they have taken politics as a game of do or that affair instead of taking it as a game of um let me serve politics to me is service to humanity do you understand then economic challenge the structure of how we do our uh, e-commerce trade business entrepreneurship is suffering in Africa because we have we don't have a shame that is watching overseeing overhauling this space. We have ECOWAS for West Africa, we have um, African Union for Africa, you know. But are these bodies solving the African problem that we have? Then the SDG five dimension, the first dimension is the people. That's my that's what I, I would say. I, I, I love the people to grow. People, without people, we can't achieve prosperity. Then, without achieving prosperity, we can't strengthen this planet. 
and we, we can strengthen this planet, we can partner with each other, and if we can partner, there will not be peace. So that's the five dimension that we need to look into in these countries and the states. Then 2030 is important because of its tech-driven era in view. All the tech technology things that we are seeing now, it is not the goal of 2030. 2030 has its own, um, let me say, um, its own blessing. If we really want to, then we need to tap into it. SDGs are important because they are a powerful advocacy platform to support the implementation, the monitoring of all these goals. The importance of SDG to me is to help business, government, um, private individuals to scale in life. If you focus on one aspect of SDG, you are going to be successful. Then, focus more on what works for you. You know, um, you have to um, focus more on what works for you. Well, personally, I'm not a fan of black or white. I'm a fan of equality. Is it that you're black or you're white? I don't give. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a damn. To be frank, you know, sometimes I love to be real. You're a white man. You're a black man. Equality is important. We have white people that are doing business in Africa. They are making money from air, but are they building this space? No, they are not. Our government is supposed to call them into order to build our structure. They focus more on their businesses rather than focusing more on the citizens that are working for them because we are actually building their empire. Then we have blacks, Africans that are over there, that they are also building their empire. I witnessed a case of a, 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 a 300 um, level University of Ibadan in Ibadan. Um, university of Ibadan, was a uh, university in Ibadan, premier university, first university in Nigeria. Uh, um, the student was working in uh, uh, one of these uh, international, multinational company, and it was, it was, um, you know, engine. It was knocked by the engine, and you know, his life was cut short. But do you know the funniest thing is that those people did not stop productivity, they did not stop production. You know, they are not affected by the fact that this citizen is our citizen. And government did not do anything about it. Because three weeks ago I passed the place. Still work. Operation is to continue. But the fact is that we need to lead us. We don't need rulers. They, if you are listening to my podcast now, you have to take responsibility to build Africa with me. It's just the goal of one million. Imagine we have one million people in Africa. We are not up to one billion in Africa yet. Let me say one billion. Let me say one billion. We are one billion. Just look at one million divided by one billion. Let's work on that process to build Africa. We occupy this positive development is the only instrument to establish a new horizon to build a great nation. Can we harness our individual speeding trail? No, we can't harness if we don't have collective understanding. The goal of this planet is for all of us to bless this planet back. Then we can partner with each other to strengthen Africa. Then peace we are bound then that is the, what we are all 
still waiting for. I'm waiting for a day whereby we have a year without war in Africa. We have a week, a day without war. A week without war. A month without war. A year without war. Peace. 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 The message of peace. Justice. Humility. If that is the message that we are preaching in Africa, message of truth, hope, flexibility, transparency, honesty. If it is that, it is the only message that we can preach in Africa, then we build a sustainable structure of Africa. Africa can only be great if we build human resource to that level that I call the Ibis. I love you. My name is Promise Isaac. I'll see you later in the future. Join me in building Africa. Uh, you can, I'm on Facebook, Promise Isaac. Instagram, The Promise Isaac, at The Promise Isaac. Um, um, you can also Twitter at The Promise Isaac. Send me an email, thepromise.isaac at gmail.com. You can call me. I'm always available. Plus 234-1933-736-3235. The name is Promise Isaac. I love you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a nice day. Yeah.